Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline Sportsbook has all of your props, odds, promos, and parlays for the 2023 NBA Finals. Use our promo code BLEAVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the link in the description to this episode. BetOnline, where the game starts. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or good night. However, and whenever it is you may be listening, thank you for stopping into another fantabulous episode of the Take It Easy podcast live on the Believe Podcast Network, except it isn't live because it is, as always, a podcast, except today it is live. It is a live Take It Easy podcast available for your viewing pleasures in the midst of game number five of the NBA Finals. The Miami Heat, the Denver Nuggets, tipping off for the final game, potentially, of the NBA Finals. And we are here for your first half breakdown. Is tonight the night the Denver Nuggets lock in the NBA championship? Will it be over by halftime so that I can go to my stand-up comedy event on this Monday night. Will this even air because something so crazy and dramatic happened in the second half of the game that none of this content is usable? All of those questions and more, especially more important questions, will be answered here tonight. Tyler Hero is going to play for the Miami Heat. I would assume he replaces the Duncan Robinson minutes in the rotation. Maybe he replaces some of those Gabe Vincent minutes that have been going to Duncan Robinson back and forth in games three and four, where Gabe Vincent only played 18 minutes in game four while Duncan Robinson played 24. Maybe some of those 42 combined minutes will go to Tyler Hero tonight. How does he play in his first game since breaking his hand in the first round of the playoffs? It's a very fascinating dynamic that we're watching, and the Miami Heat are holding no bars. They are trying to get any chance of forcing this series back to Miami for Game 6 that they can find. They might end up losing that Game 6 at home, but besides the point, they want to keep their season alive here tonight. Like I said, all those questions and more that we raised earlier will be answered. Are we going to see Bam Adebayo missing some shots from the elbow, giving them 16 points on 15 shots? Or will it be only eight shots for Bam Adebayo, most of them dunks and layups at the rim? We'll find out tonight. Will it be Caleb Martin taking over? Will he end up being in the starting lineup? Well, I can answer that question for you right now since the game's about to start and the starting lineups are getting announced as we speak. 
The Denver Nuggets are rolling along with their exact same lineup. Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., their five best players, all happen to play together on the floor as part of their starting lineup and part of their closing lineup in most games. I know Christian Brown had himself a moment in Game 2, where, or sorry, in Game 3 where he put up 17 points a bunch of them in the fourth quarter he got to be part of the closing lineup but for the most part your closing lineup is going to be those five for the Denver Nuggets and for the Miami Heat you've got a starting lineup of Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo and Kevin Love Wah, 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 should have been Caleb Martin, wah, wah, wah. And now, game five shall begin, and we find out if the Denver Nuggets are going to wipe the floor with the Miami Heat the same way we did our game one uh, watch party, where Denver blew the brakes off him in the first half. Will we get Denver blowing the brakes off Miami in the first half of NBA Finals Game 5. Vegas sure believes that that's going to be the case. This will be a coronation. We talked about this on Monday. This will be a coronation potentially for the Denver Nuggets as NBA champions. Jokic and Murray run the two-man game. Ooh, there you go, bam. A steal, a dunk. Wow, how about that? Aggressive bam out of bio out the gate. This whole series has just basically turned into me feeling incredibly strongly about the Bam Adebayo combination with um, Bam Adebayo and Jimmy, uh, sorry, Bam Adebayo and Caleb Martin having the battle between who's the two and who's the three on the offensive side of the ball. In, the, in game four, it was Caleb Martin being the three. Struess and Vincent, which we talked about, Max Struess, one for 16, or sorry, one for 19 from the three-point line for Max Struess if you remove the first quarter of game two. In 15 of the 16 quarters, he's one for 19. Gabe Vincent's one for 13 in the uh, last two and a half games of this series. And Vincent just missed a shot right there. So now we can make it one for 14 for Gabe Vincent so far from the three-point line since the third quarter of Game 2 in this series as they get another stop on Aaron Gordon. Good job, Miami defense, going one minute and a half without allowing a Denver basket. uh, Three possessions, and they denied a Denver basket. All right, Jimmy running the post up on Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Oh, KCP got a stop. Good for him. He stepped out of bounds, but still, good job, KCP. Way to play some defense. There was one play, I think it was game three, where Bam Adebayo was posting up KCP and took a fadeaway jumper, and uh, it was a really low percentage shot, and it was one of those um, shots that contributed to Bam Adebayo going 20 shots and making 21 points and being a minus 18, or sorry, minus 17 in game three. It was a minus 18 in game four, and the Miami Heat got the brakes blown off of them in both games, double-digit losses. Struess! Oh, there you go, Struess! Oh my gosh, celebrate, rejoice, Max Struess hit a three-pointer, his second three-pointer of the series outside of the first quarter of game two. 
The Struce is loose, baby. He's now one for one. After a one for 19 streak, he's now one for one. Oh, and Bam just got a turnover on Jokic. Wow. Look at you, Miami. They didn't convert it into points, but still. Look at you playing this strategy exactly correctly the way you should have the whole series. All right, let's see what they got now. So Vincent has the ball. Love. Are we going to have Struess pull up again? Is that? Oh, no, Love's going to take the three. And, uh, yeah, not even close. But you know what? They'll live with that. They'll live with that. All right, Jokic. Running the two-man game with Aaron Gordon now. Gordon mismatch on Struess. Oh, Struess took the offensive foul. Wow. Wow. Okay, good job, Miami. Defensively just on it to start the game. You got... Aaron Gordon picking up an offensive foul with a mismatch on Struess. That's the perfect outcome you could have asked for. You had a bam steal. You got uh, a turnover on Jokic already. It's been a great start. And bam just threw the ball to nobody. Wow, that is a terrible, terrible play. He threw the ball to... There was nobody within six to seven feet of Bam Adebayo, and he threw the ball into the Miami bench. Cool. So uh, that was not great. Jokic is going to try and work this thing here. Let's see what Jokic... Oh, Jokic on Struess. Okay, Struess had the... Oh, that was Gabe Vince. No, that was Struess. Struess fouled on that play. Yeah, I mean, again, if we, we've we been talking about it so much throughout this playoffs. Like, it's been critical of the Miami Heat and what they could do better. And obviously, I am not an attuned eye here when it comes to basketball. But their best strategy going forward is to get... Caleb Martin involved in the offense in a way that he hasn't been obviously he's not starting so in this lineup right now they've got Struess already knocking down a three-pointer Bam's one for one which I think is the space they probably want to reside at this point is Bam taking like no more than eight shots a game now you got Gabe Vincent working on Murray he didn't get it one for 15 for our man Gabe Vincent uh, but Denver can't hit shots either. Wow, KCP missed transition three right there. Okay, so Denver's one for four to start the game. It's not going great for Miami. They're two for seven, and Jimmy hasn't taken a shot yet. Vincent three-pointer, another brick. Okay, two for eight, and Jimmy hasn't taken a shot yet. Gabe Vincent now one for 16 from the three-point line. Sorry, one for 16 from the field, I should say. One for 16 from the field. Going back to game three, that was a bucket for, uh, was that is that KCP? Yeah, I think that was KCP. It's been a rough go for Gabe. I mean, they're trying to get Gabe Vincent and Struess involved here, and I don't blame them as Jimmy butchers, uh, well, didn't butcher, just kind of rimmed out on a layup. So now Jimmy's taking a shot, and they're shooting 25% from the field. But they're trying to get Gabe Vincent involved. They're trying to get Max Struess involved here. It's just not going the way that they had anticipated. And Gordon hits a bucket, so now Denver has the lead. Now they just hit a couple shots here and there. But the problem isn't Miami's defense. Miami's defense has never been the problem in the series. They held, even in victories, they've held Denver to 108, 109 points. Uh, what was the number in game? Oh, who, who's going to get it now? Bam? Oh, Vince? Nope. Kevin Love? Nope, Kevin Love bricked at three. What was the score of game one? Just looking back at it now. The score in game one of this series was... Uh, let's see. Okay, Denver missed a shot. Miami's going the other way. 
Um, game one, I know they, oh, they had 103. So they've given up 103, 108, 109. Like Miami's defense has been, or yeah, Miami's defense has been good so far in the series. The problem is just they can't score. And that's just the thing that I keep having a, an eye tuned to as Jimmy gets to the free throw line. Like the, the eye is just tuned on what Miami's able to do on the offensive side of the ball. Cause that feels like the difference in the series. Denver has basically been stuck in the hundreds for, most of this series and that's been good enough to win most of these games again like I said Denver has won games now with 103 points 108 points which was a double digit victory and uh, 111 points no 107 points was the other one it was 107 108 103 yeah Miami's problem is just they cannot generate points to save their life and like I said, they're trying, they're trying early on to try, try, try and get Max Struess. Well, Max Struess hit a three-pointer, but it was his only shot attempt. They've tried to get Gabe Vincent involved. They've tried to get uh, Kevin Love involved at the three-point line. Again, Struess is 0 for 3. Kevin Love is 0 for 2. So we'll see what ends up happening from this point forward because it's a... Uh, Miami's offense is kind of the difference in this entire series. That's kind of the place that I find themselves. And again, it's it's the thing that we keep focusing in on for this entire series is Miami on the offensive side of the ball. And again, uh, it just hasn't been the deal for them. I mean, like I said, Jimmy missed his first two shot attempts. Now he's going to, I think, go to the free throw line. Although I have the game on mute while we're doing this, so I don't know exactly. Yeah, Jimmy. Um, yeah, Jimmy's going to the free throw line. So yeah, Jimmy missed his first couple shots, but he's going to get a couple free throws here. It's just interesting to watch that play out. And Miami's offense is going to be the difference as to whether or not there's a coronation tonight. Because like Miami's consistently proven the last eight games, going back to the Boston series, that yeah, they, they're kind of struggling to score points. And it's okay that they're struggling to score points because the Miami Heat are in a really unique position where their defense is holding teams in the hundreds. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were able to get picked on defensively for most of that series. And they're 2-6 and six in their last eight games because their offense has regressed to the mean. If you like the nerd number or the nerd analytics that we throw out a lot, they have been they have been that team for most of the season, 30th in scoring bottom five in offensive rating for much of the season and they have regressed to the mean with 93 points 94 points 93 points in these most recent defeats I'm thinking back to the Celtics series where even in defeat they only uh, even in that game six where they almost won at the very end they only scored 103 points 99 in the game four loss, 97 in the game five loss. I'm thinking back now, has Miami over this playoff run scored less than 100 points more often than they have? I'm trying to think back. So they, okay, they the entire Bucks series, they scored over 100. So I guess that's a different, wow, they scored over 100 in their first nine playoff games. Wow, that is, no, first 10 playoff games. That is shocking. Miami Heat scored over 100 points in their first 10 playoff games. It feels like so long ago that that was going on. Uh, let's see. Bam. There you go. Bam. 
Oh, he missed the elbow. Damn it, that was a good job. He just missed the the bunny at the end. That was a good. It was a good post move. It's the shot they wanted. He just missed it. Michael Porter Jr. comes down and hits it. So wow, Miami had over a hundred points in their first ten playoff games. So let's see, they won game six against the Knicks with ninety six. Then they had 123, 111, 128, then 99, 97, 103, 103, 93, the 111 in the game four win where they shot not 50% from the three-point line. Wow, they shot 50% from the three-point line and only had 111 points. As Denver goes right down and scores again, and now the Nuggets are up by seven Look at that, right out of a timeout. Jamal Murray dunk, Michael Porter Jr. floater, Jeff Green bucket. How about that? Just six points right off the bat, forcing Eric Spolster to call a timeout. Right as I'm talking about how Miami's offense is struggling. Miami's got five points halfway through the first quarter. There's 5.57 on the clock, and they got five total points. Five points in the first half of the first quarter of an NBA elimination game. But wow, that's interesting. So 90, so let's do a split here. So their first 10 playoff games, I'm just doing quick math here. In their first 10 playoff games, Miami average, if we throw out the bubble, because in the bubble they had 105 and 102, they had 130, 122, 121, 119, 128. If I'm doing quick math in the Bucks series, that averages out to... Uh, let's see, that's 124 in the Bucks series, ballpark 124. Then in the Heat series, they, or in the Knicks series, they have 108, 105, 105, 109. That averages out to, oh wait, also 103 in the last game. So that averages out to exactly, almost exactly, but it averages out to 107. So they averaged 124 against the Bucks, 107 in the first five games against New York. And then since then, they have averaged, let's see, 123, 111, 128. That's pretty high scoring with the 123 and the 128 mixed in. Uh, bring in the 96, that puts the average at 120, then 99, 97, that drags the average down. Again, this is just ballpark math here. I'm not getting the exact numbers correct here with the Miami Heat averages. So that's a 103, that's an average of 100 for, or an average of slightly over 100 for those games, and okay, so the Miami Heat are averaging since that round, 104 points a game. And during this two and six stretch, they haven't scored more than 100 points more than twice. Or sorry, they haven't scored more than 103 in any game of this series. They're averaging fewer than 100 over the last eight games. So they kind of just have run out of offense at this point. A lot of it is Caleb Martin hasn't been the same offensive player that he was. Jimmy Butler's ankle injury clearly playing a factor uh not having Bam Adebayo be an effective offensive player in the Nuggets series has obviously dragged down the averages I shouldn't say effective and efficient because he's been the second leading scorer on the team he's just done it shooting 33 percent from the field for the last two games of the series so Miami being in that position is interesting with 
an average dipping below 100, despite the fact they were averaging 124 in the series against the Bucks, And what did we say? Averaging 109 in the series against the New York Knicks, I believe it was, or was it in the, the 110s? I can't remember the exact number that we just listed off, but they were averaging a lot of points. They were averaging a lot of points as Kyle Lowry misses a three-pointer right out the gate. What does that put Miami at right now? If we're doing some uh, some quick math, some quick calculations in our head, that puts Miami right there at 20% from the field. Yep, 3 for 15 from the field, 20% on the game. Uh, and Max, there you go, Max Struess. Max Struess taking an and one off of Jokic. How about that? Way to get the Struess loose early on in the game. How about that? Good job, Max Struess. He's got six of their eight points, and they're shooting 20% from the field. Good for you, Max Struess. After going one for 19 from the three-point line. Oh, now Jokic is going to take a three, and Jokic is going to bury a three. Jokic giveth three points to Max Struess. He taketh three points right back at the three-point line. So I guess that wiped out the thing there. But hey, you know what? Maybe just playing even basketball is all Miami can strive for at this point as Kyle Lowry misses another three-pointer. And Jokic is going to come back up the floor here. And Jamal Murray is going to run the two-man game with Jokic. And Jokic is going to post up Kyle Lowry and they're going to double team and he's going to give it to Michael Porter Jr. And Michael Porter Jr. is going to go to the free throw line because, yeah, they double teamed Jokic once they got a mismatch of Kyle Lowry. When Kyle Lowry is guarding Nikola Jokic, you have got yourself a little bit of a problem. Good job. So, yeah, Miami's in this interesting position. Their scoring averages have just declined. There's no. I think we've done about an hour and a half on all the ways Miami has struggled offensively over the last, I guess we're talking about post-game show after game post-game show on Thursday, post-game show slash pre-game show on Monday, this broadcast right now. I think we've gotten close to an hour and a half of talking about why the Miami Heat are struggling on offense. And at this point, the offensive struggles are basically the reason. Because if I'm doing the quick math in my head, Denver uh, Porter hit only one of the two free throws. Denver's got 16 points at the 430 mark of the quarter. Denver's only on pace to average 26 points in the first quarter. That is below their scoring average. Hey, there you go, Miami. Bam out of bio lob. That's exactly what we were calling for earlier in the series. Just exactly right. Get Bam out of bio, two baskets on two dunks. That's how you run your offense. The, the Miami Heat right now have 10 total points. A Max Struess three-pointer and a Max Struess and one, plus Bam out of bio getting two dunks. Now, if Jimmy Butler can just give you 30 points, you've got a chance to win. That is exactly the game plan they should be going for. That is exactly the game plan Miami should be drawing up for Bam Adebayo. Just, I mean, they'd be winning this game if Jimmy Butler wasn't 0 for 3 from the field, which I think is what Jimmy Butler is right now. Because he didn't end up, I said he was going to get free throws on one of those possessions. He didn't end up getting free throws. Jimmy Butler's 0 for, oh, he did get free throws. He just missed both of them. Wow, I missed that while we were looking up stats on the Miami Heat. If Jimmy Butler weren't 0 for 3 from the field and 0 for 2 at the free throw line, 
they would be winning this basketball game. And look at that, Gabe Vincent just got a layup on a backdoor cut. See, if Jimmy Butler weren't playing atrociously bad, they would be winning this basketball game early in the first quarter. And that would be a roadmap for success for Miami. If they can hold Denver to 108 points like they've been doing the entire round of the playoffs. Now Max Struess is going to get a dunk. Look at that. If they it, Look, Miami would be winning this game if Jimmy Butler wasn't playing zero points and missing two free throws. They would be winning that basketball game. Because you got eight points from Max Struess, uh, one of them on an and-one layup and one of them on a dunk. You got Bam out of bio getting two dunks. I mean, that is exactly, exactly the game plan that Miami should be undertaking here. And they are playing that to absolute perfection. Because again, Denver's on pace to score 26 points in the first quarter. If they scored 26 points in every quarter, that'd be 104 points. 104 points is going to be good enough to win a lot of basketball games. 108 for Denver wasn't good enough to win game two of this series. Miami's playing exactly the way they should offensively. Jeff Green gets a layup on a backdoor from Jokic. That was a good pass by Jokic, too. All right, let's see what they run here. Lowry to Bam. Back to Bam. Free throw line jumper. Buckets. There you go. Two-man game with Bam on a bio. And again, Mix in some of those jumpers. Bam Adebayo's taken five shots here in the game. That's the first one he's taken from outside the elbow. Or, sorry, from outside uh, 10 feet. You can mix in those free throw line jumpers for Bam Adebayo. That's an okay strategy. Oh, did Jokic, Jokic just picked up his second foul? That's a big deal early on. Jokic just picked up a second foul. Okay. But again, like that, you can you can mix that up a little bit. They're going to have to take Jokic off the floor here, yeah? Yeah, Jokic is going to come out of the game. That could, okay, interesting. So that's two fouls on Jokic. Man, that was a really dumb foul by Jokic, too. Tried to take the charge in the half court. That was not a good idea. That was not a good idea. So Gordon and Jokic are sitting right, look at that, bam! And one! Bam Adebayo just, when Jokic came out of the game, posted up on Jeff Green, turned around, got to the layup, and drew an and one. Look at that Bam Adebayo. This is exactly the offense the Miami Heat should be running. Exactly the offense Miami needs right now. And again, they're tie- They're about to uh, bring this game. No, they're about to take the lead at 19-18, and Jimmy Butler has zero points. He's missed two free throws and missed three shots. They have done exactly the game plan they need. Max Struess has given them eight points. Bam Adebayo has scored four baskets, three of them at the rim. They are playing exactly the game that they should. 17 of their points have come from Max Struess and Bam Adebayo. And here we go. Just a missed three-pointer by Jeff Green. Now here comes Miami. Both teams are shooting bad from the three-point line. But here we go. Bam's going to post up Jeff Green. He's going to drive on Jeff Green. Going to draw the foul and one. Look at that. Look at you, Bam. There you go. Look at you, Bam. 11 points. He's going to go to the free throw line for an and one. Look at you go, Bam Adebayo. Oh, so good. So wonderful. That is just a great, great job by you, Bam. 
Wonderful, wonderful job on your part. Just excellent. 11 points. Him and Max Struess have 19 of the 21 for the Miami Heat. Chef's kiss. Excellent game plan. Should Miami be up by six or seven points right now? Absolutely. But they are playing absolutely perfect on the offensive end of the floor in terms of the relationship with Bam Adebayo in the offense, in terms of Jimmy Butler getting involved, getting Jokic and Aaron Gordon into foul trouble early, and then having Jeff Green try and guard Bam, and then getting six points in two possessions by Jeff Green trying to guard Bam, and getting Jeff Green two fouls while Jokic and Aaron Gordon both have two fouls. This, ladies and gentlemen, in the first quarter of this basketball game, this is the Miami Heat voodoo magic back at work. Back at work, the Miami Heat voodoo magic has returned. It was gone for a minute, and the Miami Heat voodoo magic is returning. They're getting to the free throw line. Bam Adebayo is working Jeff Green inside, and they are going to score 30 points in a first quarter without making more than one three-pointer. That is the quintessential Miami Heat voodoo magic at work. Jokic is going to be on the bench until the end of the first quarter in foul trouble. Aaron Gordon's probably going to be on the bench until the end of the first quarter in foul trouble. And DeAndre Jordan has made his way onto the floor. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is the first DeAndre Jordan minutes of the NBA Finals. Oh, God. That is a terrible strategy for the Denver Nuggets. Oh, good Lord. That is bad. (laughs) They got DeAndre Jordan playing center, guarding Bam Adebayo, who's just scored eight consecutive points. They got DeAndre Jordan running the pick and roll with Jamal Murray. The the Heat don't even respect Aaron Gordon. They they don't even respect DeAndre Jordan inside. They just doubled Michael Porter Jr. on a rotation, and Denver turned it over. They left DeAndre Jordan wide-ass open. Wide-ass open. Oh, ball back to Bam. Oh, he missed it. Bam got a clean look. Got a clean look. Just missed it on DeAndre Jordan. But that's a good idea. Just hunt Bam on Jordan every time. Hunt Bam on DeAndre Jordan. Just hunt him. There you go. Bam's got the ball in transition. It's him on DeAndre Jordan. Okay, back to Vincent. Vincent, oh my God, just got swatted by DeAndre Jordan. That was uh that was not uh that was not good given all the shit I was just talking about DeAndre Jordan. And then Jamal Murray missed a three pointer, and then Michael Porter Jr. got the rebound and put it in. Okay. Let's see if DeAndre Jordan's gonna make me talk eat my words here at the end because just when it looked like Miami was about to pull away Bam missed a matchup shot over DeAndre Jordan and then Jordan blocked Gabe Vincent and then Michael Porter Jr. got an offensive rebound for a basket Bam just settled for a free throw line jumper on DeAndre missed it oh no oh Miami you were doing so good you're doing so good you were about to go up by eight points and now Michael Porter Jr. just tied the game Oh, no. Eight-point swing. DeAndre Jordan just made me eat shit. Oh, that is an eight. That's a tough eight-point swing right there. It should be Miami 26-18. Now it's 22-22. Man. DeAndre Jordan. Oh, my God. He just got another. St- oh, Bam got a rebound. Okay. 
I was about to say they just DeAndre Jordan just get another stop, but then Bam Adebayo got an offensive rebound and put it back in. Oh man, I am captivated by the DeAndre Jordan minutes. Look at that. They just started hunting Bam. Bam took 11 shots in the first quarter. After I said he needed to take eight the entire game, Bam took 11 shots and seven of them were at the rim. That's a good job early by Bam. And it's 24-22 at the end of the first quarter. Look at that. Bam Adebayo was a plus two in the first quarter. The only Heat player that played the entire quarter had six rebounds, had 14 points, was a plus two. He's shooting over 50% from the field, 54% to be exact, 54% from the field. Meanwhile, the entire Miami Heat offense has been Bam Adebayo and Max Struess, and they're somehow still winning this basketball game. Look at that. Just a marvelous job by Bam Adebayo. It's okay if he takes the most, he takes more shots than anyone else on the floor if he's getting them all within two feet of the basket. Like I said, he took 11 shots. Seven of them were within two feet of the basket. Three of them dunks, one layup, two and ones, a putback layup. That is exactly the way to go for Bam Adebayo offensively. And Max Struess gave you eight points. Miami should be up by at least six points, if not ten. If that eight-point swing doesn't go against them, they might be up, if I'm doing quick math in my head, 28-18 to 18 at this stage of the game. DeAndre Jordan is going to probably not return to this game, but he gets a plus two in the box score. Man, when Miami should have had a, a, a minus six for DeAndre Jordan, DeAndre Jordan's going to walk off the court with a plus two. That's going to be a victory for the Miami Heat, especially since Jeff Green in the, or sorry, Bruce Brown in the first quarter is a minus 10 when he's on the floor. Man, that's going to feel like a victory for the Denver Nuggets that Jeff Green got two fouls, Jokic got two fouls, Aaron Gordon got two fouls. And DeAndre Jordan was a plus two in the first minutes he's played in the entire finals. When also when, when we're done with this, that's going to feel like a victory for the Denver Nuggets. That one's going to feel like a big old victory. All right, second quarter underway. Miami is now up 28 to 22. Denver is trying to figure out the game plan here. Jimmy Butler got two free throws and two points right out the gate. And Michael Porter Jr. just got fouled. Miami's got to be feeling real good right now. I mean, again, they could, should, would be up by double digits at this point if they had just better capitalized on the DeAndre Jordan minutes. Uh, They've got to be feeling real good about themselves right now. they got to be feeling really good about how things have gone so far here in this game. I'm going to say, man, they got to be feeling great. Was that uh, Bruce Brown didn't get a shot off at the end of the shot clock here? Okay, so there's, man, they still have Jokic off the floor. That's a tough call. And they've got Aaron Gordon back out there guarding Bam, but, man, that's a tough call on their part. Kevin Love bricked another three. Got to get Kevin Love off the floor, man. Just just go Caleb Martin at this point. Just get Kevin Love off the floor. Uh, they're putting Gordon out there, but not Jokic. They, they really don't want Jokic to get that third foul. And Aaron Gordon got bumped for a foul. Let's see. That's got to be how many on Bam now. 
No, that's still the first on Bam. Good for him. All right. Let's see. Oh, no, that was on Butler. So, how many fouls is that for Butler? Let's see. I thought that was weird if that was Bam. That's Yeah, see, that's the first for Jimmy. I thought that made more sense. All right, Aaron Gordon. Just Man, that's tough that they got to leave Jokic on the floor. All right, so that's, got, that's tough that they got to take Jokic off the floor. Gordon hit one out of the two free throws. That's it's a tough call on their part because I think they gotta they gotta play Jokic to try and you know work Bam defensively, maybe get him to pick up a foul. But man, that's a really tough call to leave Jokic off the floor for as long as they have. That's been four minutes now for Jokic at this point of the game. Jokic probably isn't gonna play forty minutes in this game just based on how his foul situation is going, how the resting situation is playing out. Man, man, that's another missed three by Gabe Vincent. They had a switch on Bam, too, and Gabe Vincent bricked a three-pointer. Christian Brown got a layup in transition. Both teams, have, there's only been two three-pointers in the entire game. There was the Max Struess hit the three-pointer, and then Jokic took it right back. This, there hasn't been a three-pointer since, like, the six-minute mark. This Both teams have gone ten minutes without making a three-pointer. That feels first like Miami Heat voodoo magic, but like secondarily, that's just a long time without either team being able to hit a shot there. It's not It's not like they're not shooting it. Miami and Denver both shooting it. They've taken a combined 16 shots. And Jimmy Jimmy's going to the free throw line again. Voodoo magic, baby. Jimmy's game is at his best when he gets to the free throw line. Miami's game is at their best when they close it out defensively with guys... That when they close games out defensively with guys at the free throw line, and that's what they're trying to do right now is get Jimmy at the free throw line. And Jimmy is hitting well, now he's hit his free throws, he missed the first two, but now he's hit four in a row. So, bonus points for the Miami Heat, and they are up five, even though they maybe should be up 10 at this point. And Jamal Murray hasn't done anything either. He's got two fouls. He then get Murray, Murray, Gordon, and Jokic all have two fouls already. It's 13, 14 minutes into the game. That is a that is a big deal early on for Denver because Denver is switching bodies on and off the floor. Miami's getting them in foul trouble again. Miami's got to feel like they should be up double digits by this point in the game. It's about to be a yeah, it's a three point game now thanks to. The Bruce Brown basket. Bruce Brown and Christian Brown are doing good right now to keep them steady with Jokic on the bench, but they're going to be... I don't think we're going to see Jokic, Murray, and Gordon on the floor together at the same time, except for like right out of halftime here. I don't think those three are going to play together because they can't risk two of them picking up the third foul, even one of them picking up the third foul, but they can't rest all three of their best players at the same time. Oh, Gordon just picked up the third foul. There you go. Gordon got foul number three. Just right when I said it, right as I said it, they picked up the third foul with Aaron Gordon on, who was that, Caleb Martin? Yeah, Caleb Martin going to the free throw line there. Again, they're up five, but they got to feel like they should be up ten. They got three of the nuggets into foul trouble. That's got to feel real good right now. It's got to feel real good 
for the Miami Heat. Just look, before we wrap up here, because I gotta head out here real soon in the middle of the second quarter. Just let's look at the let's look at the plus minuses so far. Oh yeah, wow, Jimmy's a negative one. I did not think that would be the way that this one goes. Yeah, they brought Jokic back in for Aaron Gordon now that Gordon's got the third foul. So that was the strategy there. So you've got Bam still a plus two. Struess is a plus four. The Caleb Martin, Kyle Lowry minutes, man. I know it's small sample size, but they're plus 12 early on in this game. So when it was at their best, it was uh, it was the Bam out of bio show right there. So good for good for them at this point. All right, let's see. Denver. Porter missed a three. Wow, so still no three-point shots. Oh, there's a foul on Duncan Robinson. Man, still nothing yet. All right, so you got plus 14 so far for those guys. Because you who just scored? Uh, oh, another Caleb Martin basket. Hey, good for Caleb Martin. All right, another Caleb Martin basket. Looking at the Nuggets side. So Jokic is a zero, despite the fact they're down four points here. Oh, Jokic is now plus two because they just made a basket. So Jokic is a plus two. Michael Porter Jr. somehow a minus eight. That's kind of surprising. And three-pointer. Hey, Duncan Robinson. There you go. The Duncan Robinson minutes. Uh, nice strategy for the for the Miami Heat. They haven't gone to Tyler Hero yet, but the, the it's nothing quite like the, the Duncan Robinson minutes to break it up. So let's see here. The last made three-pointer was with... Seven minutes to go in the first quarter. We went a whole quarter without either team making a three-pointer. How about that? We went a whole quarter without Miami or Denver making a three-pointer. Wonder how the game's going to progress from here. As we are approaching immediate timeout, Miami is up eight points. I think we're going to have a game six. I think there's a chance we're going to have a game six. And if something dramatically changes in the time since you're hearing this podcast, this may never make it to air. And there goes Duncan Robinson again. Another basket for Duncan. Okay, so Denver's going to call a timeout here. There's seven minutes left in the second quarter. Miami's up 10. Miami feels like they should be up 15. Let's operate under the assumption by the time you're hearing this live watch party that the Miami Heat have forced a game six in the series. And if not... We'll come back, we'll edit, we'll reconvene, we'll make a new podcast that will not age as poorly as this show that we have recorded here. Oh, it had a Bam out of bio rebound in there too, and Duncan getting the scoop layup? Oh, man. Okay, Miami's up 10, but Miami should be up 15. We'll take it here. If you're hearing this part, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for stopping in here to the Take It Easy podcast. We've got episodes every single day, Monday through Friday. Wired Up comes out on Sundays. We will have an episode Wednesday one way or another. Maybe this goes to air. Maybe it doesn't. But if you're hearing this, it means that A, the Miami Heat are forced to game six, or B, I didn't have time to come back and record a new show. So enjoy your time. Enjoy your afternoon. We will be back again on Wednesday no matter what with another podcast as we have done every Monday through Friday, every day for close to four years, four damn years of repetitions and practice and thousand plus podcast episodes. We'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, take it easy. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.